0: everybody. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. I'm Jeff Antoniak. Well, okay, so I want to dig in today and talk about building our vocabulary, building our own licks. Uh, this is something that's very important to me. It's something I've been teaching a lot, but definitely talking a lot about here on Digging Deeper, and I want to take a slightly different angle today. Now, before we dig into that, I want to thank everybody that was at the first ever Digging Deeper Jazz uh webinar that we did just a couple days ago uh we're going to be doing this once a month it was so much fun i want to do it regularly and we had hundreds of people signed up both on the zoom platform but also right here just watching it live Um, on uh, YouTube live streaming. And so we had hundreds and hundreds of people from all around the world asking amazing questions. We only had 45 minutes. We stretched it to about 55 minutes and we answered a bunch of questions, but there were over a hundred questions that came in about important topics for Digging Deeper. So you guys really, uh, and, and these were great questions, right? So this is stuff that I want to be able to talk to you about. And of course, this YouTube platform is me talking at you. I want to find ways to connect. And so if this helps, great. We're going to do more of that. I'll be sure to let you know about that. Okay, so let's talk about this this learning licks and building our own licks things. And I still see people uh, having philosophical arguments. Should we learn licks or should I try to sound like myself? You know, all that kind of stuff. And the answer is, of course, both. But the real answer is you got to learn licks. How did you learn how to speak? By copying people around you, your parents, whoever was in the environment, how did you learn those amazing thoughts you have? By reading books and watching movies and having conversations with people that were interesting to you. You got knowledge from people who came before and you stole their ideas and you stole their phrases and their turns of phrases. You had teachers that said, no, use this word, not that word. It's it's more descriptive. Wow. Okay. So that's what we want to do when we play jazz. We want to just be able to play the instrument and have these great ideas that come out. Now, they sound personal, but you and I know that they came by us collecting these phrases and these ideas and these inspirations. So it's crazy to think that you're going to play jazz without learning the historic language, meaning licks, melodic devices, harmonic moves, comping rhythms, all that stuff. Got to learn it. All right, so um, let's take this approach today. The idea of taking little bits of information and linking them together. That's what we're gonna talk about today. So look at this. On the PDF, I have two minor licks, unrelated to each other. I also have two dominant licks. And now I'm wondering, can we put those together and I didn't pick licks that fit together well. There was nothing about these licks. These were the first four things I thought of. I wrote them down. And let's see if we can make them work. So the analogy is like Lego or building blocks. Here's a couple things that we have to work with. Let's piece them together and let's see what we get. So let me play these examples for you. So the first one, the first minor lick, number 1A, is a really, really simple scalar sort of idea. One two three four five. Three, two, one, in minor. What a fantastic minor lick to play. And is it the fanciest thing? Are you going to win a Grammy for it? No, probably not. But it's the equivalent of saying, hey, how's it going? That's a handy thing to be able to say in a number of different languages, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good one. Here's the second lick. So did that sound familiar? That was one of the very first minor licks I ever learned. I remember who taught it to me. And uh, it was a good friend of mine who's now the head of the jazz department at Loyola University down in New Orleans. Hey, Gordon, how's it going? Yeah, so I remember learning that. And where does it come from? Fascinating rhythm. So now, here's a couple dominant licks, and these dominant licks, I made sure that they ended on a note that takes us to a major chord, so a five to sort of one progression. But as you can see, what do we do on the one chord? We just sit on a note, so there's it's really just thinking about dominant. <laughs> So that one begins with an enclosure, an enclosure to the third, and then a nice little resolution. If you're not sure what enclosures are, that's something we can definitely talk about. I've done uh, digging deeper videos on enclosures. And certainly in Jazzwire, all you folks who are are subscribers to Jazzwire, we talk about this stuff all the time, right? Cool. So now let's look at the uh, last dominant idea, number 2B. And this is a great old bebop thing that Dizzy and Bird used to play all the time. So those notes may look kind of wrong to you. B flats and A flats over a G chord. Well, those are sharp nines and flat nines. So yeah, a more advanced sort of lick over a dominant chord. So there you go. Two minor licks, two dominant licks. I've learned each of those independent of each other, having nothing to do with each other. Those are literally four Lego pieces I reached into the basket and picked out. I didn't choose those four. Those are the first four I picked. That's literally how I came up with them. So now the question is, can I piece those together? Now, for many of us, learn those four licks, or pick one of them, and that's your month of work. Spend a month on one of those licks. If you've got a lot of time, if you're more advanced, learn two or three of them. But I mean learn them. Take them around some different keys. Put them in the context of songs. So, so important. So now, I'm gonna move on and play these for you. I'm just gonna put on a two five one progression and sort of a bossa nova sort of feel. And I'm gonna take a minor chord, And or sorry, a minor lick, and link it to one of those dominant licks. And when I say link it, I'm gluing them together. So I'm going to play the third item down for you. It's number 1A linked up with number 2A. Let me play this for you. All right, a great little bit of vocabulary, right? The first minor part stands on its own. The second dominant part stands on its own, that great resolution to the major chord. But notice that I wrote on the PDF that there's a smooth connection between the two. Did I create that smooth connection? No, I happened to pick up two Lego pieces that link easily together. I had to do nothing. I just put those two together. So now let me go and play what's on the line beneath. So now I'm playing lick number 1A and sticking it on the dominant lick number 2B. There's like no connection whatsoever. These pieces don't fit at all. Let's see how they sound. So what did you think about that? Uh, no connection. I mean, a terrible connection. And I loved it. I loved that big jump up to the dominant lick. So does, it, does no connection always work? Well, no. We, we don't know what's going to work. We collect a bunch of little links, and then we put them together and see what happens. I happen to love the fact that that one didn't connect. I may prefer that one more than the first one. So that would be kind of cool. And hey, speaking of the webinar, I just want to mention that a ton of people wrote us back afterwards asking about tours of Jazzwire. So I've talked to you plenty about Jazzwire. That is the place where we can really, really work together. And now, you know, in the days of the COVID virus and everything shut down around the world and we don't have a chance to play with other musicians, go hear other musicians live, do a jam session, just go have a drink with some friends, right? We can't do that. So people are connecting like crazy on Jazzwire. If you're interested in what is Jazzwire, what does it look like? What what do you actually do there? Take a live tour. Jessica is offering live tours. This came up a bunch in the uh, webinar. So uh, the link below, jazzwire.schedulista.com. Go there and three or four times during the week, Jessica takes a group of people um, live doing a screen share on your computer and you can look at what Jazzwire looks like, ask questions. So yeah, I'd love for you to do that. Okay, so let's look at the last line on the sheet now. So I'm taking a different set of these licks. I'm taking the second minor lick, number 1B, and I'm adding it to dominant lick number 2B. So I've created a connection, as you can see here. There wasn't a connection, and I thought, well, maybe I can create. I can add a little pickup note. So sometimes we have a great connection. Sometimes we have no connection. Sometimes we can choose to play a little thing that connects them. And so the little thing was literally one note, And it's a chord tone. So it wasn't rocket science how I came up with this connection. Let's check it out. I like that one, too. You could try it with the connection. You could try it without the connection. You could add a different connection. There's all sorts of ways we could do it. So I want you to experiment with this. So the biggest overriding thing is you got to learn vocabulary. There's no discussion to be had. Okay, good. We're agreed on that. So now the next thing is learn little bits that we put together. That's how we do it with language, right? Spoken human language. That's how we do it with music, another human language. Okay. And so here are four fantastic licks that will keep any, the most advanced player can take these and be working them in different keys and different root motions. There's nobody out there that can't be kept busy with this. And by busy, I don't mean just a bunch of busy work. That's not what we're doing here, putting together real language. So I put together three good two, five, one licks. And now you can kind of look at it and go, oh, wait a minute, there's one you didn't do. That is correct. I ran out of paper so um, yeah I ran out of paper yes I could have squished it down I want you to do that one I want you to figure out which minor lick I didn't stick on to the end of which dominant lick and you play it see if you like it is there a good connection or no can you create a connection how are you gonna how are you gonna do it and perhaps it's not good but here's the thing it almost always works so I hope you took a really good uh, sort of lesson from that and the last thing I want to tell you um I'm doing another series of four workshops. I announced them two days ago, and uh, there's like three spots left. These things are selling out in like about a day. So um, if the second you hear this, you jump jump on it and see. Again, if you go to the link, it's the same link as the tours, jazzwire.schedulista.com. There are four workshops, May 14th. 21, 28, and June 4th. They're Thursdays. They're 1 o'clock p.m. Uh, New York time and open to anybody around the world. It's a small tuition, 35 bucks a workshop, and we're doing four different topics, but all using Stella by Starlight as a point of departure. So these workshops have been incredibly popular to the point where I release them and I can't even talk about them because they're gone. Um, But let me know, is this something you would be interested in doing? Let me know where you live so we can do it. If you live in Australia, maybe we need to find another time for you. Those sort of things. So always be in communication with me. You email us at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. I'd love to send you this PDF to uh, get you working with the stuff. Start building your own licks, guys. All right, take care. Have a great week.